0: This is the DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So welcome back, listeners. So we got very interesting topics we really want to get into. So let's start with the first one. Now, I have talked about the steel cage match between Tam Nakano and Atsupo, but this one was... How do I say part two of that, of that whole continuation? Now, if you remember last time, I mentioned Tam not gonna try to plead with Natsupoi not to have uh, this match to happen, but um, in a way, Natsupoi is obsessed, trying to say that she will not stop until she surpassed Tam. Now, some of you probably ask, what is that supposed to mean? Tam has been one of the most highly decorated wrestlers in stardom ever since then. So basically, it's like to Natsupo, it's like jealousy where it leads. If you guys remember, I mentioned this before. Natsupo used to be Tam Nakano's senior back in the day. And I think she feels like, like that internal glory, that part was taken from her. That she should have been the one on top of her, but it didn't. But however, Tam warned her many times. Don't regret it. Basically, she's saying, "What is that going to accomplish? Even if if Natsupoy beats her again, what does that going to prove? Nothing. Tam doesn't care about that. So basically, it's because here's the thing, Tam is more of I want to reach my goals. I don't have time for this BS. But the match itself in Corkin Hall was the most brutal one. Not only that." Tam, uh Natsupoi did that fairy move at least five times on Tam. And she kicked out of it. She was surprised. And then Tam did one-two on her part. It didn't work on her. But it was overturned by Natsupoi applying her finisher, the Tiger Suplex. And basically, Tam wanted this to end. But Natsupoi insisted that she's saying, I'm not going to stop. I will not stop until I surpass you. So the conclusion will be coming this Saturday on the 9th of of July, I think. Yeah, is the Midsummer uh, Champions where, of course, we're going to have a six-on-six t- six elimination match where we have all, all six members of DDM, Julia, Micah, Himika, Natsupoy, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai taking on the members of both Colors and cosmic angels we got um tam mina unagi saki um yuko and hikari so they're all going to sit but this is going to be the epic conclusion so basically if tam wins that means this whole thing is going to be on hold so basically but for natsupo she says she will not stop but i there's already predictions coming from that, from various fans all over social media. They're indicating that possibly in the final two elimination, it probably would be two options. One, it would be Tam, but who would it be? Will it be Julia or will it be Natsupoi? To me, I don't think it matters because she did have her issues with Julia in the past, but it's Natsupoi who's obsessed in defeating Tam. But if Natsupoi loses that match, that's going to lead into a bit of like she's going to keep continuing. But I wouldn't be surprised if not if Tam actually gave like a really amazing speech about how Natsupo has been reckless about her own self, thinking that she can surpass her. So I have to say, it tells a good story. Now, our next match. This one was recently from this past Sunday, for the Never Openweight Six Man Tag Team Champions in New Japan Pro Wrestling for New Japan Road on July eighth in Corkin Hall. Now. As you know, the House of Torture made sure every single time they retained those titles. Thanks to F.N. Dick Togo, who is always there with the freaking garage. However, prior before this match happened, there was a dog cage match between Yano and Dick Togo. And I thought this match was pretty awesome because whoever's going to be in that dog cage is going to be out of the match. Basically, this is more like, okay... Dick, you've been interfering, so I'm going to take you out of the equation. But, of course, Hearts of Torture did try to show up. And then here comes Chaos members until finally Yano put Dick Togo in the cage. He was there for a majority of the time of the match until finally Sho, you know, being the little slide devil that he is, he found a way to get into Dick Togo and let him loose. And, of course, they tried to overturn the match. And they managed to put uh, the Leaf Show because Show is the weakest link of the group. So they put Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, and Yano into the cage. Now, <laughs> there was a moment where Evil was mocking, saying, I got the key, motherfuckers. And then, unaware to them, they opened the cage. <laughs> so they forgot. If you guys remember, Yano back then when he had the handcuff match every single time, he had extra pair of keys. he had the same thing on his t- on his wrist tape. House of torture were so dumb. They didn't even notice that he had an extra key. So it gave the advantage for But show who is determined to win the match at any cost. Saw that he was crying like a little girl, like worried like a little girl, that he can't believe this is happening that everything they work for to, to win this match in any way possible was falling apart. And it was just too darn funny. But they were able to put Dick Togo, Evil, and Yujiro Takahashi in the cage, leaving Sho all by himself. But I think the epic way this match ended as you know, Sho and Yo were once tag team partners known as <coughs> Ripponga3k until Show turned on him, and for that, Sh- uh, Yo was able to pick up the win, and now become one-third of the six-man never-open-weight tag team champions, along with Yoshihashi and Evil. Now, during the whole thing was going on, Yano was torturing Evil, Yujiro, and Dick Togo in the cage, and he was uh, t- uh, trying to swing the key under the frame, he was like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And you can hear Okada laughing his ass off because he was in commentary. He, he was enjoying what he was watching because Yano is a freaking genius. You may never know what to expect from him. But, of course, Sh- Yo was the most emotional one because the only titles he ever held in his career was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles, which show. But now that ca- chapter is ended. And now he has this particular title. And not only that, <laughs> he even talked to the House of Torture, telling them they ought to leave them there until the lights are turned off since that's where they're most comfy at. But he did tell them to the fans that they can take pictures of them in the cage. But, of course, the most funniest moment is don't feed the animals. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Yo was out celebrating. No, Yo was out celebrating. (laughs) They were still in the cage until everybody was left. But the person who had the key was Okada. So before Okada actually left, he decided to take a selfie with those idiots. And then he passed the key to Milano Collection. (laughs) And I thought that was just too darn funny, you know, to see. I just laughed my ass off for that. And I just couldn't stop laughing when that happened. (laughs) Oh, man, that was so hilarious. I just enjoyed myself for that. (laughs) But what was so amazing, Milano went and unlocked them up and just let them out. (laughs) But he had to run fast as hell because he knows he's going to get his ass whooped. So that was no surprise. Not thought it was a great match and funny. I just enjoyed it. Now, speaking of Japanese wrestling, you may have heard the stories, what's been going on with Io Shirai. Reports were coming out left and right about how she was injured. However, the much recent development is that saying that Io Shirai will be out of WWE by the end of this month. She did not sign a new WWE NXT contract one way or the other. Now, some of you WWE um, fanatics out there, you're probably saying that, you, what yo sureash to sign another contract yes but there are those who are starting to see that this is the same kind of development that took place with um what's his what what's her name oh yeah with Kyrie sane now if you guys know what I'm referring to I'll explain Kyrie sane was practically a homesick um she was away from her fiance her fiance was now is her husband she left. During mid of her um, uh, mid during her contract, so that's why she ended up in Japan, and they put her in a in the Japanese division for that. Now, Iyo is a lot different than that. Basically, what is going on instead of her leaving in mid contract, she's waiting for her contract to um, you know expired. So that could uh, indicate that sooner or later we will see her leave but however there those are speculating if she does leave where will she go well the obvious thing is this it could possibly mean that you know she could be heading to back to Japan to be with her family and of course the indication is that she could be heading back to stardom. Now, there is no word about stardom if they're considering taking her back. Now, I'm not saying this or saying this. Now, in the past, stardom did talk about this years ago when Road was actually purchased by, it was purchased stardom. They wanted to buy back both Io Shirai and Kairi Sane because they were the three aces of their times before going to WWE and... It would make sense to see her go back, but the obvious question to me there is, how do I say this? I'm not saying there's a, a problem, but more like um, how would she fit in if she does return back to stardom? Because if you guys have been aware of this or not, there, Io Shirai was once leader of the current faction known as Queen's Quest. Now, as you know, so, so when Io Shirai left, Momo Wananabe had some big shoes to fill after Iyoshirai left. So it wasn't easy for her as a leader, but when she uh, betrayed Queen's Quest and joined Oda Tai, uh, there was there was no leader within Queen's Quest. And not too long ago, uh, five members of Queen's Quest uh, Lady C, Hina, um, Asaya Tani. Utami, and Azumi they all fought in a 5-way match elimination who will be determined as the new leader and the current leader is none other than Utami now, why was Utami the leader you ask, well Utami was very close to Momo Wananabe before their betrayal they wanted to take Queen's Quest to the future but now that happened so Utami wants to finish what she started that Momo was unwilling to finish so it would make sense. Now, the obvious question to me now is would it be fair for Utami to return to step down as the leader? I feel no, but I have that indication that maybe EO could possibly make like per appearances like what Kyrie Sane has done. Now Kyrie Sane only appeared at least three matches in stardom. The first two were in uh world climax where one, she teamed up with Mayu Utani to take on the Cosmic Angels uh, Tam and Unagi. And the second time is when she faced... Um, what's her name? Starlight Kid. Her third match was at Flashing Champions, uh, where she teamed up with Tam Nakano. And, of course, um, they take on Queen's Quest Utami Aishida and the newcomer, the new girl, Miyu Amasaki. So... Kairi Sane had those three matches, but there is another match that was later announced that was later challenged by Kyrie Sane, who is targeting, of course, Sayaka Mitani, the current White Belt Champion. Now, she said that she could pick any partner she wants, but the real question who the, uh, was Kyrie's going to pick, there is indication it could be possibly Tam, but I did mention that Natsupoy is pissed off that Tam got the attention. So basically, it's kind of like that, but we'll see. But uh, we will see what it would be in store for um, Io Shirai. But we'll find out. Now, let's talk about Liv Morgan. As you know, she is now the new WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, this was a long time coming for many fans. I want to be fair. I was a big fan of Liv Morgan ever since she was with the Riot Squad, I mean, she had a unique fixture. I did call her Harley Quinn because, I have to say, she kind of looked like her. And, I'm like, you know, I couldn't, how to say, just ignore that. But it was a lot of fun. And then her breaking into singles competition, I was like a bit worried. Not because she entered the unknown. It's more like, okay, how she would um, transition to her single status. I know, uh, what was it, a year or two ago, she was reunited with Ruby Soho to reform they just the two of them as the Riot Squad. And then, of course, we know what happened to Ruby where she actually got released, and we know where she's at now. But many fans, I think, were feeling a bit more like they want to see Liv Morgan succeed. I, it's because I think... Liv Morgan has always been a hard worker. I'll never forget when she... I, I'm not a fan of the Told Divas, but I did saw a clip where how Liv Morgan um, went on vacation for the first time in Hawaii with the Bella Twins and everyone else, and she told her, her little sad story that she never went on vacation, not even her own mother did, because she was raising her brothers and sisters as a single parent. And, you know, kind of broke... Brought me into tears because I kind of felt sad for her that you know, it's not easy for that. I mean, I'm fortunate. I had family who actually took me on vacation every time as a kid, you know, going to Disneyland, Universal Studios, going camping, that sort of thing. But that got me attention. But of course, like I mentioned before, how would Liv Morgan fit? But I was a bit surprised when she won the the Money in the Bank, and everybody was saying she deserved it. But I did not anticipate that she was going to do the obvious move. The cash in the title, the cash in the briefcase during Ronda Rousey's match. I was like, whoa. Like right after she defeated, uh, I don't say Natalia, And I thought it was a great moment to start that way. I was like, wow. That was a ballsy move. I did not anticipate that. But, (sighs) wow. So we'll see how she'll do now as the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, our last thing we want to talk about, you may have heard about this, Santana, who is, of course, one half of the Santana Ortiz tag team. As you know, uh, he got injured recently during Blood and Guts, but now there's reports coming out about him uh, leaving AEW. Now, you ask yourselves, why would he do that? I don't know. But recently, I I saw something interesting. Ruby Soho talked about during this whole thing with Blood and Guts how uh, Eddie Kingston was is very close to Moxley and Ortiz. He ne- never mentioned Santana. So, it's more than likely there is some issues going on between Santana with everyone else. I'm not going to speculate, but whatever it is, it kind of... But recently, Santana has been booking himself in various promotions for the last uh, month or two or something like that. But uh, I'm not going to be too bothered by it. I mean, look. Whatever happened between him and Ortiz, that's between them. But sooner or later, if if the wrestling universe permits it, possibly we'll see those two reunite one way or the other. I mean, it's it's something that could happen in, down the road. Uh, well, well, think that's what I have to do, think about. So, anyway, so let's talk about certain things, uh, you know, that could be coming up, as you know. Uh, we have, of course, the Stardom 2 events this weekend, the 8th and the 9th. Uh, the 8th of July, we will have for Stardom the New Blood 3. This is going to be interesting. Uh, Waka Wakasukiyama will be facing Ram Kaicho. Uh, the new member of Queen's Quest, a new girl. Uh, Miyu Amasaki will take on Julia, the leader of DDM. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. Zuzuki will be taking on the member of God's Eye, Mirai. I think we have the Cosmic Angels and Colors team up. Uh, we have Mina and Unagi teaming with Yuko and Rina. And this is going to be Rina's uh, chance to both Rina and Yuko to be in a team up. As you know, recently uh, Hikari and Saki entered already in that phase with Unagi and Mina recently. That's going to be interesting to see as well. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, their opponents is Oda Tai consistent of Rina, Hime, uh, Ruka, and Starlight Kid. And a very unusual team is going to be Ruka. Uh, Umasaki, Umasaki, Aruka Umasaki, now, Uh, Um Umasaki, Umasaki actually teamed up with Kid in the first Blood, uh, New Blood event, but later she teamed up with Unagi and Mina during the second, this is kind of like a weird, what the fudge is this about, I don't know, and then after that we have of course the mid, uh, the mid card summer, the, the mid summer champions, of course, we have the future title on the line. Waka will get a title shot in a singles match against Hana, which was a big surprise. Uh, Hana it, ha- asked her to, uh, to to accept her challenge for this match, and of course, Waka did. Of course, I mentioned before the 6-on-6 elimination match. We got Starlight Kid challenging for the White belt against uh, Kamitani. Uh... Oh, yeah, Momo Watanabe will finally get her chance to get the red belt. As you know, she hasn't forgotten last year who she lost to Sudi in the five-star Grand Prix finals. That kind of goes a long way. Uh, what else is taking place this weekend? Uh, well, we'll see how it goes this weekend because I know it's going to be killer. Hopefully there's more events taking place. Oh yeah! Don't forget, we got, of course, uh, New Japan Strong coming up. I think this is going to be, as you know, they're going to start uh, the the Strong Tag Team Titles. This is going to be a very interesting development and many other things. So, I think that's pretty much it. So I'm going to keep it short for now because I got other things I need to do. Um, I hope uh, we'll see what's going to be the next topic. So for now, I'll see you guys in the next D W Z time. Same D W Z channel. I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye, and have a nice day. Bang!